Alrighty, everybody, we are back on the Foul Ball Podcast, as always, per usual, presented by essentially me at this point. So, before we begin, I think it is important to remind each and every single one of you, or if you just flat out don't know, that we do have a website that does have a store to it. So, when you go on Google right after this, go to thefoulballpodcast.org and look it up. Just do that. It's, it's, it's a pretty good website. I created it all myself. And I will also have the link to it in the episode description for you all, just in case if you don't remember, foulballpodcast.org. So, without further ado, let's talk about the homestand series against the Oakland Athletics. And so, I think it's important to initially start by saying the Red Sox won yet another series. And currently, at the moment, the Red Sox are 12-3 and in the month of June, which I think is incredibly important as well, which is I think is a great record. And it is a great record to go that far into the month and only lose three. It's something I think we should be extremely excited about, uh, extremely happy about. And, you know, the other teams in the division, like Toronto and Tampa, are starting to lose a game or two here and there, which is important, which is what we need. But now, most importantly, we need the Red Sox, uh, not the Red Sox, the Yankees to lose. So that way the Red Sox can come up and claim that first place spot. So we're right behind Tampa Bay for the third place spot at the moment. I think we're like a half a game behind Tampa. So that'd be good. Win tonight's game against St. Louis and move up into the third place position, right behind Toronto for second, and right behind the New York Yankees for first. So I know at some point sooner rather than later, the Yankees are going to transition from that winning trend to more of a losing trend. And so now it's just a matter of when, when, and when, because we need that, honestly, to start happening somewhat soon so that way since we're gearing up towards more of a winning streak you know that'll help transition the season and the momentum and the confidence to a much better position in the long run and especially for the playoffs too I mean having the ability to have home field advantage during the playoffs would be amazing essentially and so Without further ado, we won two out of three with Oakland. Okay, so we could have had the sweep. We could have. We were starting to make a comeback on a Sunday's day game. But, of course, the comeback wasn't enough, and we lost Sunday's game four to three. But the other two nights, we won with a pretty significant number. But I think it's important to talk about Sunday's game now that we're on on the topic of it because... We had, we had so many hits. We out-hit them by a significant margin, right? And we still just couldn't convert the hits to run scored. And so, yeah, we had 11 hits, and they had 8 hits. And they were able to still pull off a win against us. So for that game, they scored 3 in the 3rd. We scored one in the bottom of the third. 
And then they scored their fourth run in the top of the sixth. And then we scored two more in the bottom of the eighth, which is where our little bit of a comeback occurred. And then, obviously, couldn't pull it off in the long run. So, I mean, although although we did get, you know, enough hits, the offense, you know, was getting on base, which is good. But, like I said, just couldn't get that oomph that we need, especially when it came to base running and just u- utilizing the resources that we had to get those runs across home plate. And that'll be the biggest thing at the end of the day, right? It- it's depending on what part of the lineup you're in. You have to have con- the-, the confidence in the lineup. So we have have to have certain guys in certain parts of it. I can say, hey, you know, I can knock these guys in. For example, you know, we have, you know, Rafael Devers in a certain spot. We have JT, JD Martinez, yeah, JD Martinez especially. You know, as DH, if you obviously at the very first bat in the first inning, it'd be great to get a run or two, but, you know, if you're in the 6th, 7th, 8th inning at a point like this where you need runs and you need them fast and at a good number, we need a guy like J.D. Martinez, who is our designated hitter, to convert that. That's what he does. That's his job. It's just to hit. Just to get runs on the board. Right? And obviously, he's played outfield a lot. And so, but we've been utilizing him as a DH and not an outfielder and a hitter. And so, if all you do right now is hit, we expect you to hit. We expect you to do it well. And so, that's... You know, a little commentary on that. And, you know, we need the rest of the guys, kind of like Trevor Story, to do similar things where we know we have good hitters on the team all throughout the lineup. So we got to we gotta utilize that. And so, I mean, other than that, we had a good homestand against uh, uh, the uh, the Oakland A's, A's, right? So, I mean... Their Tuesday's game, rather, not Thursday, we won 6-1. to one. I mean, the first inning through the fourth inning, we scored at least a run, right? Bottom of the first, we had an, a run. Bottom of the second, we had a run. Top Bottom of the third, we had a run. Bottom of the fourth, we had three. Then the top of the eighth, the A's had one, and that was it, right? So 10 hits where they had four, and they also had an error. And so that was good. Solid, um, solid effort all around. Um, and for the pitching, pitching did obviously what they needed to do. They only scored one run in the top of the eighth. Uh, Nick Pavetta. Let's talk about Nick Pavetta that game. I mean, he went eight innings, which is huge. We now have Pavetta obviously has the talent. And so to have him go late into the ball game again was definitely very enlightening. So, like I said, went eight innings, gave up three hits, uh, one run run, obviously, like I just said, and three strikeouts. Uh, not not too bad. Not too bad. And it's good to see that the he trusted the fielders he had behind him. In order, he trusted them enough, you know, obviously, to get the job done and defensively and all that fun stuff, right? And then, to close, it was Valdez. Uh, with an inning and had zero strikeouts, but that's okay because, again, three outs, bingo, bingo, bongo. 
and that would be good too. The next game on Wednesday. Wednesday. I think the offense kind of did a thing. I think they did a thing. We kind of won 10 to 1. It was good. It was really good. We we played baseball. We did. And I liked it. Scored one in the bottom of the first, two in the bottom of the second, one in the bottom of the third, two in the bottom of the fourth, two in the bottom of the sixth, and two in the bottom of the eighth. So there were only two innings where we didn't score. Which I like it because we used utilized what I like to call inning point distribution. IPD. Inning point distribution. It was good. I mean it made the game, the entire game, fun to watch because we were scoring every inning except for two, and obviously we didn't play the bottom of the ninth because we didn't have to. It would have been just a waste of time since we were already winning by nine points, or nine runs, rather. So that was fun. We had 13 hits, and they had seven. The A's also had an error. And then, like I said, 10-1 was the final with basically everybody, essentially everybody on the... Um, Lineup doing, you know, some form of kind of having some form of a contribution to the point system, the inning point distribution. So, if we look at the pitching, the pitching, I mean, they, they obviously did what they needed to do, but we did have a lot of guys pitch that night. So, we had Winkowski go for five innings with three strikeouts, we had Diekman. Go for an inning with a one strikeout. Sawamara, same thing, an inning with zero strikeouts. Brazier, same thing, one inning with two strikeouts. And Danish with one inning and zero strikeouts. So, like I said, we kind of utilized the bullpen a bit more. And I think a bit more than I wanted to. But at the end of the day, at this point in the season, a win is a win. And we'll take every single win that we can get, as we all know. And we talked about... Sunday's game, um, I mean, not Sunday's game, tomorrow's Sunday. We talked about Thursday's game, and I want to note, too, that, you know, there was one inning during Thursday's game where Rafael Devers, I mean, he made two awesome defensive plays in a row. And Granton, right after he made those two outs, he let a ground ball go right through his legs. But, I mean... Overall, if he made the two plays that he made were just out of this world crazy. Hence the reason why we need to re-sign him again, along with all the other home runs that he's knocked throughout the last week. I mean, yeah, we need to re-sign him. So I just want to quickly mention that while we're talking about that. And so, like I said, we're in the process of a series against the Cardinals right now. Um, and I will talk about that more once we are done playing them. Uh, but we did have a game last night and talk about intense all the way till the very end. We were ahead 6-1, and of course, all we needed were three outs. But as David Ortiz so kindly said, and so wonderfully said, the game was not over until the very last out. And that was so true. That was so true. So, in the bottom of the ninth, that 6-1 lead turned into a 6-5 lead, but we still won it. So, more on that when the series ends. And until then, like I said, we have a website. Go check it out, foulballpodcast.org. And we will talk to you all once we wrap up the series with the Cardinals.